How do you start? This perfect. Perfect. This is exactly what we want. I'm gonna keep. Okay. So this week, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always with the word okay and then whatever. Taking a look. Do it slow. Do it. We're taking a look at a movie, and then like just yeah. NPR. NPR. We always say. Okay. We're yeah, right. that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. We can do the random word generator if you want. Just kidding. <laughs> we we, we right. did that for a couple of weeks because we were trying to change it up. So uh-huh. like pudding this week. We are. <laughs> oh, it was pattern. Oh, pattern. And then yeah. Okay, yeah. hold on. Okay, so this week we are looking at Michael Mann's latest deconstruction of masculinity, family, and most importantly, really fast cars. We are going to the streets of Modena through the streets of Bologna, Milan, and all over Italy to deconstruct the myth, the legend that was Enzo Ferrari and Michael Mann's latest film, Ferrari. But to Ethan, is Ferrari good? Hey. Let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah, that's right. Cool. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Yo. Hello. Hey. All of us. There's four of us here today. What? Happy New Year. It's it's New Year's what? Day. No. It's New Year's Day. R- right now? <laughs> right now. When you're listening to this. It's the ball f- just dropped. It's crazy. We're recording this in the past. <laughs> and you're listening to this. But the, the peach future? did not drop. No, the peach, peach is not, not dropping drop. this year. Um, we have a very special one in today. A very special one. We have two. We have two in today. It's a butt plug joke. <laughs> it's a butt plug joke. <laughs> if, if you all know oh. from everything, everyone. Anyway, starting <laughs> over. Uh, I wanted my grandma <laughs> to hear this episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're already out. Oh gosh, uh, our good friends Ethan Williams and Brooks Davis. Yo, I'm back. That's Brooks. Thanks for having us. There's Ethan. Um, and, and I'm Zach. And, and Zach. Oh, sorry. That's Zach. I'm Hunter. Welcome to But Is It Good. Uh, this is January 1st is when this drops, I believe, right? This is the first episode of the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing Ferrari. Oh, yes. Vroom, vroom. Ferrari. Uh, okay. Uh, how's everybody's Christmas? Christmas? <laughs> great. Yeah. This is called housekeeping. This, uh, this is housekeeping. What What did you guys get for Christmas? What was your favorite gift? <laughs> Uh, this watch, uh, the view, the listeners cannot see the watch, but it is really badass. I'll uh, tell you that much. Yes. Uh, maybe you can post a picture of it later on Instagram. Solar powered chronograph. We had a discussion earlier about: Do you have a wrist that is for watch wearing? I guess I do. You Everyone do. has a wrist for yes. watch wearing, but there's certain watch? watches there's a that watch are for everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's I right. have a small wrist. I like small watches. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Yes. Um, what do you get, Brooks? Um, that's a really good question. I got a ooh electric toothbrush. Nice. Damn. I that's am rad. thirty years old. I will be taking my dental hygiene five percent more seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. year. That is a resolution. Zach, what did you get for Christmas? I got this sound. I, I got more than this, but I think my favorite thing was this little koozie that is made out of like NHL hockey pucks, and they like oh, glued cool. them together and like drilled in the middle, and a beer fits perfectly. That's awesome. It. It's, nice. It's pretty cool. Unfortunately, my Preds lost to your Red Wings last night in overtime. <sighs> yeah. Very unfortunate. But UC Saros made a sick save uh, on Patrick Kane, so I'll take that. Yeah. And a loser point. It's a li- little, little, little win. Oh, yeah. so overtime loss? Yeah, it was overtime okay. loss. So cool, cool. I'll take it. I got uh, some really cool bell bottoms. 
Nice. Oh, cool. Ooh. What color? Gray. Nice. But they have like front pockets like the 70s. Mm-hmm. They're pretty rad. Um, cool. Uh, shall we jump right in? Jump right jump. in. Yeah. Sploosh. Might Sploosh. as well. Jump. Uh, so we'll go around the room and we'll discuss everyone's first reaction. and <coughs> Spoiler free. And movie going experience. <laughs> spoiler free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Spoiler free. No spoilers. Ferraris don't have spoilers, do they? Some do. Uh yeah, good question. I, don't I know. think I think the 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 Enzo does. I'm not a car guy. Oh, I just want to put that out there uh, right uh, now. <laughs> it's funny because I think uh, Brooks. I'm not sure if this if I'm, my inclination is correct. I wanted to do this movie because it's, I love Michael Mann and I. Yeah. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do this in part because you're just a big Formula One guy? Um, I well, I did. Uh, I also am a confirmed man. Fan. Yes. Yes. Um, I will say one of his movies, and I think you know which one is in my like top ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which we can discuss later. But which uh, which movie is it? It is The Insider. Have you seen? Oh my gosh, the I don't, what a movie! I I don't know. I need to see his filmography. I've seen Heat. You would know if you had seen it. No, oh, I, yeah. I haven't seen that one. I know that. Um, yes. So I'm a huge man guy. Uh, not as big as you, but I've seen I think six of his films, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm a, a fan of all of them. So yeah. this was. You know, I think that there's some talk that this might be his last. I know he's trying to do the heat follow up, mm-hmm. um, but uh, he's 80 years old, so we have to. Well, I didn't realize that. It's, respect it's, that. It's wild that this year has felt like the late masters trying to give us one last great movie. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Hayao Miyazaki, obviously, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. Michael Mann. Um, I wouldn't say really. I wouldn't say Napoleon would be. I think Ridley Scott never makes a movie that he thinks is going to be his last movie right. yeah. because he's always making them. But I've loved all of these sort of, uh, yeah, I don't ever want to treat them like they're, you know, well, you know, you're done making movies, obviously. Right. But yeah. at the same time, I do kind of feel so precious about each of yeah, these Yeah, that's movies. interesting. I hadn't really thought about that until just um, now. And a, lo- a lot of those movies you just mentioned were true stories or based yeah. on true stories mm-hmm. or uh, uh, historical events. So. Very interesting year mm-hmm. um, yeah. in general. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a man guy. We're in the man cave right now. I don't know. Oh, yes. We are in the man cave. Yep. You noticed that. Um, I wanted to get that pun in there. Thank you very much. Well done. <laughs> do you, do you want to go first? For my uh, first reaction? Yeah, when did you see it? Yesterday, you said? Yesterday. So I, I saw it at about 5 o'clock yesterday at the uh, local theater. Had a mixed time with the theater itself. Was it? They uh, play so many ads. Was it, the, was it like the one that we're all thinking of? Yes. Okay. I don't want to yeah. put anybody I th- I on blast. I'm not. I'm not call. I'm oh, a, Zach, I think we Zach, said it. We Zach said calls it on CG every week. We've yeah. said it. It's, oh, okay. it's 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 there in were, CG. In their defense, there were like four or five times where I had a bad experience, and I said local theater, and then on the sixth time, I was like, "Fuck it, NCG, <laughs> you all suck." So. Yeah, this is my first time returning back to the NCG in Sharpsburg. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and since seeing. Um, Top Gun Maverick, which okay. also uh, had some of the same issues uh, where I couldn't hear sometimes. Oh, interesting. Um, the volume interesting. was uh, low. Uh, so anyway, let's get to the movie. Um, I will say, I believe this is probably a four-star movie in mm. my mind. It started a little boring for me. It got way better as mm-hmm. I watched it. Mm-hmm. In fact... We can talk about like when that shift happened because I remember it vividly. But at the end, got my pulse racing. I was on the edge of my seat a little bit. 
and I was really enjoying everything. So it ended up uh, kind of coming around for me. Cool, cool. I like it. Uh, we'll let, let Ethan go next. Yeah, sure. I, I want to save Zach some time because yeah. I'm excited to <laughs> hear his uh, rampage. I also saw it at the local NCG. Yes. Um, <clears throat> my audience was just weird because there were people that were moving around a lot. But anyway, not important. I uh, saw it with my dad because mm-hmm. my dad's a big Formula One guy. We, he loves car. Any car movie, um, it's pretty much a guarantee that I want to take him to see it. And he also so his review is that he loved it too. Um, when I ask him if it's his favorite of the year, he's like, well, I've seen like one, two movies this year. Which movies? <laughs> That's very crucial. Right. I don't know. I don't think he's seen any other movies. Um, I, I need to get him to watch like Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower yeah. Moon, but mm-hmm. those are other dad movies. And Barbie. Oh, I love Barbie. I think he, I think he would like, he's Barbie's singing phenomenal. that Dua Lipa song. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Uh, my mom Barbie's has not been playing the Dua Lipa song Dance, from Barbie. Dancing that way. Yeah. Um, it's been in our heads for the last yeah. 48 hours somehow. Anyway, um, I love this movie. I um, didn't know quite what to expect from it because I know it's it's a little bit of a departure from his last couple of movies, um, which have been very defined by the sort of abstract, very digital film uh, filmmaking style that's very singular to his um, filmography. And this felt more still, more sort of elegantly composed, um, and in a way that I was different, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of a return to more sort of quote unquote normal filmmaking than mm-hmm. uh, his other movies. But I was really moved by it. Um, there were some scenes that were um, really affecting. I, don't know, I think uh, emotionally, which I don't think I've thought of uh, in any of his movies in the last couple have moved me quite as much as this one emotionally and especially towards the end i think there's a scene that will take your breath away and it did for pretty much most of my theater um but obviously the car racing scenes are i I was surprised that he had never made a car movie before when i thought about it Mm -hmm. i was like his sound design is so punchy and amazing Mm -hmm. and it's always a highlight of his movies and i'm like the fact that he's using it to do car motors especially these old sort of 50s cars um just Maybe like, why has he never done a car movie before this? Um, performances are really good. I loved Adam Driver in particular, and Penelope Cruz as his wife Laura are pretty amazing to watch together on screen. Um, this, I didn't know if this was going to be like a hit or a miss for me, but it ended up making my top five of the year somehow. It was literally like a race, it was a photo finish, and it. Yeah. it crossed over into the top five right there at the end and i've seen a lot of movies really good movies this year and this was one i was very eager to rewatch again so yeah. i'm very pleased with it it's yeah. a crowded year make very your, very much so make yeah, your top five very that's, much yeah. so it's impressive zach do you want me to go or do you, you want to go next what would you like um i'll go quick i'll be quick okay. um <clears throat> i also went to ntg my it was fine i was a pretty run-of-the-mill experience for me there um i went with chase you guys all don't Modern Brother Chase, he was a good sport with me. I liked it. I don't think, for some reason, the ending to me was a little confusing. Maybe not confusing, but post-big race. I'm not going to get too spoilery. Mm -hmm. It's like the very, very, very end. Um, To me, I think you actually said something to me, Zach, in a text. I was like wondering. It felt like it ended abruptly. But Well, not just that, but I was like... It, it seemed like the their position on for on Enzo Ferrari was a little unclear. I was like, okay, what are you saying about him? 
but during the movie, I thought it was really great. I really loved, like you said, Ethan, all the the the, the performances were really good. I quite liked the slower start. I liked those kind of like really quiet, um, kind of introspective movies. Uh, and the racing I thought was really good. There was a few moments in the racing that I, uh, it, it was, I was kind of, I'm not sure how to say it, didn't look amazing to me in some little, it's kind of nitpicking some little things, which I, I can mention that later. Overall, though, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I was blown away, but I also am learning I'm not sure I know man's style a ton. I just think I've seen heat. And that's it. So I don't know if I was impacted less because of that. But I liked it a lot. I had a good time. We'll take that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, superbly made. I thought, you know, everyone did great. I thought visually it was incredible. Um, so, yeah, I had a really good time. Zachary? Zach. Oh, cool, cool. How about you? <coughs> How was your movie-going experience? My, my <laughs> NCG experience was a little lackluster this time, I have to say. So I went to the 10, it's like 10.20 showing. It's mm -hmm. just the earliest I could go. I, My job, I work with an attorney who's in California, so I work on California mm -hmm. time. I don't even get off till 7. Yep. Up in Atlanta, I had to drive down. Anyways, 10.20. So I get in there, um, and I, ordered, I I want some popcorn with my movie. And then and I went up to the, the place where they serve the popcorn. They're like, no, it's self-serve. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, get it out of that plastic bin so let me show you all a picture of the, oh, no. the plastic <laughs> bin where i got my stale popcorn that Yummy. i paid like 11 dollars for That's... <clears throat> which was very disappointing then i get in the theater and my seat that i paid for which was vip was just a normal seat um it's like they had got the fees wrong on that i don't know what happened mm. but i paid 16 dollars for it luckily i was the only one in the theater so you know after a little while i did move up to a leather so you're seat. like ticket said c whatever yeah c6 <sighs> vip yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I was that, so Zach was texting me, and I was I was like, I, I want to be like somehow you're in the wrong. I was like, he move. he was like, you're Just supposed to be move. in row D. You're supposed to be in row D. Because I'm like, my ticket says C. Yeah, I was in the same theater. There's only one row of VIP in yeah, that yeah. D. Just move. Anyways, so I did I did move up. Let's talk about the movie. Let yes, me tell you, yeah, you know, yeah, first yeah. impression about the movie. <laughs> I agree a lot with what all all three of y'all said. Uh, the sound design is amazing. Ethan, you're you're absolutely right. Like it's it's crazy that he's not, he hasn't done more with like these you know super powerful car engines. I also thought he like during the racing scenes, it's very like his style is very energetic, and so like it's it's you know you can feel the energy of the 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 movement of the cars. Um, one thing that stuck out to me when Enzo is like walking through like paparazzi and the the flash of the camera. I feel like in films I've seen before, it's just like, oh, there's there's flashes. But it was so bright in my theater that it was like blinding me. Like mm -hmm. I was actually getting flashed by the paparazzi, you know. Uh, and I thought that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, I I have to say something that kind of took me out of took me out of it a little bit. Every time there's a crash, it's like this weird slow motion crash thing going on, and it felt out of place to me. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about that. But I wasn't a fan of the the slow motion crashes that happen. There's there's at least two of them. Three? Two, three. Anyways. Um, overall, I I really enjoyed it. I'm in the same boat as Hunter. I don't really have much of a benchmark because I think I've only seen Heat mm -hmm. as far as Michael Mann movies go. So um, <laughs> the insider's you're on my list. You're, you're breaking our hearts I'm over here. I'm rolling my eyes off. You just yeah. rolled your entire head. <laughs> <laughs> he, rolled, he rolled everything, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, thumbs up for yeah. sure. 
I'm excited to talk about it because I think where I'm at right now, I can only go up with a conversation with two yeah. people who like have the context necessary to be like, oh, this is cool because that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree you know. with that. Um, but we've reached an impasse of sorts. We, for the first time in our storied history, have a uh, movie to minute with two people. So we need to figure out how we're going to do that. I think we should do like 30 seconds and 30 seconds or make it really fun. You guys just start and then we'll just say switch whenever we want. And you can oh go back and forth. <laughs> Whoa, those are going to break my brain. <laughs> so whatever, I didn't think that'd be hilarious. But whatever you want to do or one person can do it if somebody wants to bow out. But it's we'll e- figure it out after this cut. And cut. Are we ready? <laughs> no, I will never be ready for so this. So yeah. what we're going to do is, Ethan, you're going to start it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need, can you pull up a timer? I don't want to like use your phone without your permission. I can use my watch. So we're going to do, that's true. So Ethan's going to do the first 30 seconds. And then. I'll say switch. If you just want to put the yeah, timer here and Zach, I can say switch. Zach will count us down and say switch. And yeah. then Brooks, you're going to finish it. This is gonna be amazing. I don't. I don't know where Ethan's gonna end up. This I don't even remember the second half of the movie. Let it be known. So, just so you know, yeah, this is gonna go terrible. This has not been rehearsed. This is. Uh, this is. This is amazing. I'm ready. So, okay. Zach, you want to count us down? Uh, you have to sing the song first. Oh, movie. <laughs> Let's do some four part harmony. I still. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Movie in a minute, yeah, movie minute. yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie in a minute, 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 movie Use that in every episode from now on. It'd be crazy. I still think you need to like do a song, like formally record. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, have to do you guys it. are music guys for the, for the different like segments. Of the <laughs> yeah, show. That'd be, that'd, I, yes, that's well, a that's we a just good did idea. It. That was it. It's the two week acapella. The two week gap that we <laughs> we're gonna be recording. We're songs. gonna be recording songs. Okay, okay. great. Um, I probably should have mentioned that earlier. We'll do that at the end. Okay, cool. Ready? Also, spoilers. Mm-hmm. This for, this Ferrari has spoilers attached. So if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, thank you. I was waiting all day for, to use that one. Uh, all right, Zach. Oh, I get it. Yeah, cars. Cars. Zach, you ready? Yeah. Count us down. Yes, I am ready. Okay, so this is Ferrari. Movie in a minute. In three, two, one, go. Modena, Italy, 1957. Enzo Ferrari is at a crossroads in his life. His son, Dino, has passed away. His car company is on the verge of bankruptcy. He is juggling life between his wife and business partner, Laura, and his mistress with their son, Pietro, on the verge of his confirmation. His best recourse of getting his life and business back on track is winning the Miglia, one of the most storied races in history. In a freak accident on the practice track, one of his drivers is thrown from the vehicle and killed. Deportavo, the Spaniard, is hired to replace him. Enzo writes a check to his wife, Laura, for $500,000 on the condition that she cashes it when a deal is complete. Um, okay, things come to a head when um, his wife, Laura, finds out about the uh, illegitimate child, and um, she gets mad at him. And then all of the Ferrari drivers set off in the Mili Miglia, and that's how you pronounce that. And uh, they actually do super good, except there's a huge crash where that one guy that's new actually kills a <laughs> shitload of people. And then uh, the guy from Grey's Anatomy wins the race, and Ferrari is saved. And that's 60 seconds right there. Perfect. That was, that was perfect. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Well I love it. Well done. He is from Grey's Anatomy. He is from Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to turn these cameras off he's, while we... He's McDreamy. Mc I thought it was McDreamy. He's McDreamy. Okay. Usually he has like flowy McSteamy locks. McSteamy sounds just like a gross 
crystal ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was, there was one. I thought, I thought there was, a, there was like there, three mix. Is there a McDreamy and a McSteamy? There's a, yeah. They're oh, two I different have, actors. Oh, okay. I don't or know. characters. I did show. not watch Grey's Anatomy. That show's still that. on. Yeah. Um, anyway, cool. Sorry, I'm just I'm stalling until I can break down all these lights. Um, I, d- I found right out in? that uh, Patrick Dempsey did all his own driving for this movie. He's like a big car guy. That's apparently. So really? Cool. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a silver fox in this movie. I mean, yeah. Can he's we got talk that, about it? That shock of white hair really like when he uh, took off his helmet. You're like that was really uh, oh, yeah, get, like yeah. yeah but that really was uh, that um, a Tarufi, I think believe yeah. was the mm-hmm. driver's name. Yeah, he was really. Um, pushing 50 when he was um, racing. He had never won the Mille Miglia, and that was kind of like his, you know, signature yep. win, getting that to win, but obviously overshadowed by the yeah. uh, tragic events of what happened yeah. that day. Which mm-hmm. we, we can get to on that, or do we right now? We can. Oh, there's plenty to get that's, to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was intense. Um, okay, from the beginning? Sure. The old timey footage of him driving? Yeah. Did anyone, was that funny to anybody? Yeah, a little bit. It was a little funny. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I think kind of we're, we're kind of establishing that um, Enzo was a driver. He was yeah. a driver to middling success, never really having any sort of um, signature wins to his name. But, you mm-hmm. know, having an affinity for cars and car racing is kind of where we're establishing, I guess, in those opening moments. Um, yeah. And then we kind of get to his home life of you know when he's with lena his mistress um and it's like almost like di- oh it's like dialogue free there's like hardly any lines for like the first like 10 minutes of the movie yeah well it's it does set us up where it's like they start the the car company what year was it was it mm, the ooh. the 40s okay yeah and the scuderia is kind yeah. of the racing it, team. so it said his new wife didn't it say his new wife in the text yeah, it's because his when they started the company, they were newly married. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. That took me a minute to figure that out in, in real time. I did you guys notice that every time there was like a reveal of the woman he was with, like that he would cleverly disguise which woman he was actually staying with at the time, there would be like a reveal shot of like, oh, he's with Lena. Oh, he's with Lara. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, so yeah. you were kind of like because there was almost the sort of interchangeability of the two women that you know it was like you're almost on edge like wait which one is he living with which one is he more comfortable with yeah i think like in the very beginning because i don't think we actually do we see that it's shane woodley like in in the beginning i believe she She rolls over yeah okay because uh then it cuts to um laura 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 and i was like at first i had to recognize the pjs i was like that's somebody else Mm because it was like just how it's framed Obviously, you know, after a second, you can tell who it is. But yes, it's kind of mm-hmm. like this. Um, there's like an overlap of each, where it's like it's hard for us to even kind of keep up to be like, who is he? But I, 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 I definitely got that. Um, the like first scene where he's rolling the car down the driveway, mm-hmm. and it's all very, it's all been very composed and very like steady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, these compositions, and then all of a sudden, when he's like in the car and he starts like shifting gears, all of a sudden, yeah. you feel like his energy sort of like perk. Like, yeah. He's yep. like, it's like he's actually woken up. Well, like even starts, the sound of that car. Yeah. I was like, it's a sleeper. Yeah. Because it's this little like you know mm-hmm. little kind of nothing like car, but the engine is. But also, was that just f- to be quiet? I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I think I was like, hold on a second. Yeah. But it's, then, yeah, it's, it's to contrast with yeah. the the loudness to follow. Yeah. Just quietly trying to 
escape yep. um, that family. Yeah, I definitely, even from that first drive, him just driving to work, you definitely can feel, I think like you said, the energy or like just the, I'm not, I'm not sure what word it would be, but the the fiery kind of feeling of any sort of driving moment for him. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's like him, that rhythm. Even him like just like, like yeah. you know, shifting, shifting whatever. Yeah. It's See, I was thinking, he's on this country road, he's driving into the city, this man's going to kill somebody. <laughs> And what do you know? <laughs> well, you know? What are you, the Italian was, government? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, oh, funny is that, goodness. like, Com- totally exonerated. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved the. I am not a crook. <laughs> I really loved the, like, from the get go, you see how integral uh, Laura is into mm-hmm. the, you know, even though she, you know, almost shoots him, I guess not really, but, you know, has, you know, has that big interaction with him. You know, they're calling her and saying, like, Maserati's here, whatever, all this kind of mm. stuff. Um, and I loved, I'm skipping ahead just a, a, a smidge. I loved during the church scene when it's, I, I, I thought it was, I think it is just like three or four of them, but it seemed like everyone like had a stopwatch when they heard the gunshot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're just all waiting to see if this record's broken. I loved that. Fantastic writing. Yeah. That is a much more interesting way to show that event happening. Yeah. Just yeah. with everybody Absolutely. in the church with the stopwatch. Yeah. Trying to get the time, and if they didn't talking have to, to each other watch, afterward, they're like all looking over at someone else's stopwatch. It's that too. sort of like very typically Italian sort of conflation of business and religion, yeah. or yeah. you know that sort of family life versus business life that I think kind of defines Ferrari life. Really, yeah. I, I felt very Godfather esque. What did know? the pastor say too? He well, was he was talking something. about um, how if Jesus was alive today, he would be like a, a metal worker yeah. Yeah. as metal opposed worker. to a carpenter. Because, yeah. and when you take when you look at it, literally the lifeblood of that community was the metal workers, mm-hmm. the um, machinists, and whatnot. Right. Um, so, it would make sense for a sermon being given in that town. I yeah. loved how you really felt like it was a small community that you were you were based in. Like, it really does does a good job of establishing a sense of place mm-hmm. where you really feel like this is the small town. I mean, it was shot there, but, mm-hmm. you know, when he runs across the opera troupe in the middle of the street and they're just telling, hey, Enzo, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. that kind of thing. I loved... Um, the barbershop conversations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're yeah, all kind yeah, of just, yeah, like, yeah. talking smack at each other. Yeah, Our football team sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... I I loved when he was like, "It's it's this is the pride of my, and like all of them are just like uh, okay." Uh, <laughs> um, but there's and everyone that. everyone knows about his uh, son. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Except yeah. for Lara, right? right? Yeah, where he was he was like, you know, in, in, in the little town where like everybody knows everybody, and she's like, "No one knows." Well, this person, okay, mm-hmm. yes, of course. Well, then that person. Well, of course that person. Mm. And it's like so all of and he was like yes everybody but mm-hmm. um, and that is true that she did not know until right around this time yeah that he had a son and it is such a devastating moment for her figuring this out because you know their son passed away yeah. he was a very sickly right. kid from pretty much the moment he was born and she felt like he had like a sort of get out of jail free card or yeah. not necessarily you know, that's not what I'm trying to say, but like he had, like he a, had an heir, like he still yeah. had a son and he had like a do over um, almost. He got like a second. Exactly. And she yeah. doesn't. So it's kind of a, yeah. Yeah. It's sad. wild to see. I think the beginning, the first few sequences 
that really established like their dynamic is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's how they, it, it, it's at least shown and like painted in this picture. They do have a moment later, which I think you text me about that is they still have a lot of passion for each other. We can mm-hmm. say it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this first few sequences, like she, you know, shoots a gun at him and they're just kind of operating like this. Yeah, this is just business for them. This is like what, like she fires a gun and they're walking out and like his mom is there or her mom, somebody. Yeah, it's, it's his mom. And they're both just like, no one got hurt. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he goes to the cemetery separately. Right. And this is all this like separated, but they're still so connected, you know. I loved the... Uh the long shot on Penelope Cruz's face. Um, yeah. When she's at, in the mausoleum. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, where she kind of goes through the stages of grief like, yeah. on her face, subtly. Yeah, 100%. Um, shout out to the uh, kid sitting in front of me in the theater <laughs> who, after that very emotional scene, turned to his parents and said, is she crazy or what? <laughs> <laughs> and I uh. went, and I was worried at that moment because that... That was just after the gunshot scene, the little confrontation that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, how are they going to treat this character the rest of the movie? And I was pleasantly surprised that there was a lot of empathy for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I thought Penelope Cruz did a fantastic job in yeah. this movie. She, she did a wonderful she job. She felt fantastic. like she disappeared into the role. I wasn't like, that's Penelope Cruz. I was like, no, yeah. that's um, Laura Ferrari. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, I thought that ended up well. Yeah. Um so I read an interview um, that Michael Mann did with um, Bilga Ibiri. He's a film critic um, from Vulture. And he's a huge fan of Michael Mann's work. And I loved... So Mann has a sort of fascination with like prisoners. Like He visited prisoners a lot in his earlier career mm-hmm. um, and kind of has been fascinated like uh, the reciprocity or the... Uh, what is that word? Where people are coming back to prison... You know, they're on a cycle, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was referring to the character of Laura as being sort of in a prison. Like, her grief was a virtual prison. Um, like, how do you perceive the world when you're in a psychological prison? And But her, like, she's now in prison in the past because of her child, mm-hmm. losing her child. And he said, there is no healing. There's a horrible, cloying 21st century term give me a break with healing. It's the most unnatural thing in the world to lose a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she really is in sort of a, pr- so you can't really blame her for the way that she's reacting to a lot of these, certain, these things that are happening to her. So I, yeah, I loved her in this movie too. Yeah. That's, I, um, I think about that a lot actually when I watch those kind of movies, mm-hmm. uh, with all this where like, I literally don't know like how you ever would, mm-hmm just i don't want to say move on because you never really do but like i don't know i was thinking what was the movie that we watched i don't i think it was me hannah and chase it was it was halloween kills no halloween ends y'all seen that yeah great where movie the, where the kid dies in the beginning mm-hmm. and i was like i don't like i don't want to watch this anymore mm-hmm. and it's just because like those kind of now that's that's just like a shock value that's a lot that's a very different thing but just being like of course you would you would you would never be the same, you yeah. Know? And with someone like, and then for for Laura, like later in the movie, when they have when her and Enzo have that explosive confrontation, it reminded me a lot of the scene from A Marriage Story, but it's actually also with Adam Driver, where it all her 
resentment and everything finally kind of comes out where she's like, it's you. Like, I blame you for this. Right. Because she has nowhere else to put that. And that's such a story that you hear a lot of times when, you know, a couple, like, loses a child that they will, like, split apart because you don't know what, you you can't put it anywhere. Yeah. You can't carry it yourself, so you try and put it on somebody and be like, well, surely you could have done something, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Find any sort of reason for it to have happened. Um, Yeah, and both of those scenes, sorry, I'm rambling, but, like, even Enzo's scene in that, like, in the mausoleum was, like, really, I thought it was really, you know, powerful. Uh, and I thought it was very telling, too, for like for her, she's just silent and is just sort of in it. And he's talking to him, and I think that's the way I process it. But then at the end, there's still that he's like, okay, okay. He's like, he's like enough of that, enough of that. Yeah, know. so his, sorry. His, no, no, yeah, his, please, please, when please. he first enters the mausoleum, it's like a very like formal, almost yeah. muted emotional response. And then he breaks down. But then it's like he has to. He's like enough of that. Yeah, we got to get like, back okay, to business. Back to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas hers is, and she's not. She's just feeling, you know, the emotion of it and going through the like the five stages of grief, like right in front of us, like yeah. you said, Brooks, and uh, the contrast between their approach to that. Yeah. Definitely, uh, sort of gives you more of an insight, that, and you know, more details to come in the in the movie. But like, how Enzo had to, I think he said, build a wall. Yeah. Uh, oh when yeah. His, That's a great line. When his, uh, you know, racing friends would die, and right, and then all the death that happens um, just in in running a racing team, because uh, that is a violent sport. Yeah, yeah, especially during days. this time. Oh yeah. my god, man! Like, go on. I was gonna say w- when we did um, Gran Turismo. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I was looking up solid film. I was looking up how many people die. You know on a yearly basis at certain tracks and it's, it's insane. It's yeah. Well, it's funny and we'll get to this later, but after I got home last night, I was like reading about the, the crash. Yeah. And yeah. It, and it gave some links. It was comparing then and now, and it gave a few links <coughs> of some crashes that happened in the past couple of years mm-hmm. where you're like, that person got obliterated and they like walked away. So it's really wild. Like how much has changed? Obviously it's been so long, but, um, Quick, quick plug for Drive to Survive on Netflix. Mm. Okay. Um, there are high-profile crashes um, and actually people who passed away mm. during the filming of, of that uh, series. It is, it is very uh, shocking. That's crazy. Yeah. They've um, implemented so many new safety uh, measures, but it's one of those things where it's like there's still so much unpredictability. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's crazy because, like, I so I'm not really big into Formula One. I, I know what it is, and I know a little bit, and I, I don't really follow it. So for us, like, in in the South, growing up, the big one was Dale Earnhardt, obviously, when he died, mm-hmm. uh, like, on the track. But with Formula One, obviously, open-air cars and stuff, a lot of the ones that I saw last night, I saw, like, one where the car split in half, and the dude, it just exploded into a giant fireball. And the guy just like, like walked out of the fire. I mean, he was injured, but he like got out. And I was like, "How?" Mm-hmm. And the one where the car flipped over the barrier and like crazy mm-hmm. stuff, man. The, the crazy. how is all of the lessons they learned when crashes happened yeah. over the years. Yeah, like, yeah. It, there's always controversy every so often of a new safety um, regulation or improve or you know addition to the cars, and all the purists will go and up and up in arms and say like, "It's not racing anymore," you know, because right. there's this bar or whatever, like. It's it's the stupidest thing because without fail, 
probably that year something will happen that because of that improvement, mm-hmm. someone's life will save. So someone's the purists saved. want the death to continue? Yes, okay. that's what they're saying. Okay. Well, I was reading, because I know we're, we're kind of getting off, off track here, but like even after this crash, there were folks who were saying, don't be so hasty. Like This race is tradition, and it needs to always continue. And it's like... Well, this is one of the things we need to talk about, and we are skipping around, and I apologize. No, no, please. This is what happens. They what didn't, we do? One of the Ethan things... back in in a second. Well, <laughs> okay. I will say this movie... Uh, we even discussed it off mic, but it's not extremely plot heavy. Yeah. Like I would say, harping on you know, oh this that then this then this. Yeah, it doesn't right. really it's not it's do the movie any service. Like right. it was not by following the plot points of the movie, it's not going to be more coherent. I think. I do have one thing that I want to come back to you about, but finish. Yeah. Yes. So on the race, uh, which is a central part of this movie. Um, there are two complaints sort of that I have or questions maybe that can be answered um, about that maybe pulled it back a little bit for me. Um, I wish that they had talked about that uh, more about that this was the 1957 Mili Miglia was the last one. Yeah. Right. Because of that accident. Yes. Okay. They yep. they stopped doing it and then they did it in some other forms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's like a it's like a it's, it's like, like a, a retro rally. Yeah, it's, rally it's like for people something. who have the old cars. Right. Yeah. But also, yeah, the thing, it kind of, I understand, I almost understand the purists in this case where there is nothing quite like the idea of being able to speed down roads that are just normal roads yeah. at speeds of over, you know, 150 miles per hour. Sure. Without any sort of speeding laws or anything getting right. in the way. That's what the appeal of the Autobahn we always talk about. Yeah. So... There's something thrilling about that. Like I kind of understand that, yeah. obviously, but there are people's lives are on yeah. on the si- either side of you. Well, it's crazy because I remember reading about the car that um, uh, what was the driver that died? Portago. Portago, like his car could go over 180. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Formula One cars now do that, and he was Ooh. in like a little. It's like a little shell. Yeah, they're, yeah, like they're a, higher like, than that now. No, well, no, no, yeah, that. but I'm, I'm, I'm saying like that speed, like I'm very naive when it comes to racing, but you're like, oh, they're, they're going 130, one something, but it's like, no, that's almost, he's he's pushing 200 yeah. in a little shell of a thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're on the topic of all this death, uh, you mentioned something earlier about like Enzo and kind of who he's more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your line... Well, not your line, but you mentioned the line where he's like ends up build a wall or whatever. Um, that line where where he says that to the mistress, not to right uh, Laura. Laura, I think that's already super telling of like where he, mentally and emotionally he is because mm-hmm. he's telling her that um, you know Enzo build a wall or Enzo go to something else. I just want to circle back because you kind of posed that question. And I think that line reminded me of it. But another one of his his great lines in the movie is when the mechanic says, we all know death is nearby. And he yes. says, no, like we know children don't know. Families don't know. Right. Um, Foreshadowing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so Grim. I think to the purest point of saying like, yeah, well, this race, the allure of this is it's on the streets and we can all watch it. But I think I would say to them, yeah, you can do that, but you need to have safe places to watch. Cause that they had like a string. It was like, just like a little like, hey, don't cross this line, I guess. There's no fences. Mm-hmm. There's no, 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 you know, nothing. But 
the crash machine. It'd be impossible for them to. I mean, it's build. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah, and there there are things like stray dogs, uh, children. Is some guy in his old jalopy Fiat uh, the opposite way? I kept wondering. I'm like, are the roads open during this? I guess no. Kind of. But like, yeah. But yeah. It would. Yeah. No. But but yes. Yeah. Because it'd be impossible impossible for them to to block off all those roads for that long. How long is that race? Just. It's a, thousand thousand miles? Miles? a couple hundred miles. Yeah, oh, okay. it's up. Miles. It's up. Um, uh, up front. This is Milan yeah. to Bologna. But also, they okay. stagger the start, so there's kind of a cars always going. Yeah, they're the right. the slower cars go first. That was, mm-hmm. that was oh, okay. one bit of. Uh, that's why there was so much passing going on. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but let's go back a little bit to the first time we see there, like the the cars kind of racing or whatever, and it's when they break the record. Maserati breaks the record. Mm-hmm. And we see the first crash. It's not funny, but I was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, <laughs> like, did, did that moment work for you guys? It it did not for me. It I'll didn't. That's that. what I was saying in in my like uh, intro or my first impressions was that it felt out of place. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't work for me. Well, yeah. I'll make sure that I can recall it correctly because there is like a slow mo shot of him like in the air, right? They're both right, like right, flying right. through. That's the, the air. moment that I'm talking about. Yes, that was. I don't, it wasn't, in the moment, it, I was like, oh shit. It wasn't like funny, but I was kind of like, oh shit. So I think it it just kind of illustrates that like, oh my gosh, you can just get literally thrown up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragdoll. from it without any sort of safety. I think safety. If, if that first wreck had, if the whole thing had been faster to where it's like, you don't even really know what happened and he's just like laying there. To me, that would have been like, oh my God, like this is. Because I think that's kind of how it right. In real we're life. in it's this like, like this crazy thrill, thrill going around the corners, going fast, and he's like, "Shit, my gears isn't switching." And then boom, it, and then it's slow motion. It felt it, it felt out of place. Am I uh, maybe I'm defend it? Yeah. Uh, when you guys think of something really horrific or tragic that happened that you saw, time slows down. It does slow down. Yeah, in your, and I think in your brain. I think that works a point. very powerfully at the very end. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm horrified. And this one, I think, to maybe illustrate, like, just the sheer, like, ferociousness of it, to have it just, like, there's no, you know, there's no punches pulled. It just, like, hits you hard. To me, like, I almost didn't want a second to go, oh, my God, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That makes sense? It, it, but, it uh, does but make sense. But I what you're saying. You, mm-hmm. What you're saying makes sense. I think what didn't work for me is if it's, like, this time slows down thing, it would have been from, like his perspective of like him flying through the air, but he's like way out in the fucking, yeah. excuse me. Sorry. 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 Brooks's grandma. Sorry. Brooks's oh, grandma. I hear about this. Oh goodness. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way in the distance. You know, there's, there's, right. there's a lot of distance between us as the viewer and what's going on. Maybe it was from the observer's perspective of like, Oh no, he's flying through the air. Yes. But, mm-hmm. So I'll just say this. And I was kind of maybe alluding to something slightly different. There's a lot of criticism online for how the crash scenes looked. It's not that bad. They're yeah, it's it's fine. Know. There's there's um, only one crash that I thought that looked crappy, and gotcha. I'll get to why. Uh, well, I guess there's a bit of dialogue uh, because uh, what's his name? Help me out, Del Portago. Uh, De Portago. De Portago. The one who dies. He's trying to get a job, and then the yeah. job opens up in front of him, and he's like. It's like he sees the crash and he goes, okay, report on Monday. Yeah, I, right. I thought yeah. that worked really well. Okay, I'm on the opposite side of the fence. Okay. That's a little, it's, it's, 
it's almost the taking, timing was almost like a joke. Almost like a joke. Yeah, yeah. I kind of understand that. And um, I was like, hmm, maybe I don't know. It also shows that um, well, it goes back to what you said earlier that Enzo had built the wall. That's yes, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, the um, what he's referring to when he said that is that twenty five years prior to um, all of this happening was when his two of his closest friends died mm-hmm. in a horrible racing accident, and that's when they. That's when the writer of the book says that you know he. That's build when he wall? started to build the wall and not really, really separate himself from the drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of see that in this movie that he has uh, a lot of separation between himself and the drivers, and yeah. he's more about the the vehicles themselves. Yeah, for me that line did work, and it to me painted the the I don't want to say coldness because I don't think he's like a malicious person, but like the kind of the coldness of. Mm-hmm. He was like, "All right, well, call me on Monday, or like be there on Monday." Um, to me, it did illustrate the the stark like he's so removed. He like removed himself from it so much. It was kind of funny. People laughed in my theater in yeah. the moment. It I felt like some like sort it. of dark, dark, humor. dark, humor, dark humor yeah. thing. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, the crash for me that I thought, frankly, I just thought it looked bad, was. The most tame, <laughs> tame crash there was when the Maserati guy hit the the rock. He was going like off road and he hit the rock, only because mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a dummy," just because of how the 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 person in the car moved when the car. Oh, interesting. It, it just like he was just like moved up and like he didn't move, and I was like, for me at least, it's like all I saw. That could all just also just be how the fifties uh, cars moved people, as opposed maybe, to maybe, maybe, but just like. It, <laughs> For, Suspension for, was not for existent. For some reason, it looked so unnatural that that's all I could see, and oh. I was like, "That interesting." Didn't work. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't that did not that. even strike me. For some me reason, that all. was the one. That yeah, I that was one like, didn't. I was like, I didn't like. I mean, I was, it was the actual crash itself was like he didn't like have a crazy. He just like hit mm-hmm. into a rock. But for some reason, that was. I was like, I didn't like that. But that was it for me. At the end, the big crash. I was. It was. I think it looked fine, but what what was happening was more of the shock value. Where I was like, I don't really care about this. That thing. was this a moment horrifying. where I could have easily seen audiences either, I don't know, like laughing or like say. I think, but everyone in my theater was like, like you oh, felt, was, like, but you felt the air kind it of was dead silent. come yeah, out, yeah. Of, out of everybody. Several like, audible reactions. Yes, which I think you know, once some really brilliant use of of silence yeah. in in the movie. Yeah. to sort of highlight what's happening just to because I'm sure it was chaos of smoke and yeah. um, screaming and all all this horrible maelstrom of, of so- sounds but the fact that he chose silence and just you're mm-hmm. just kind of hearing and feeling everybody's reaction to the theater yeah very powerful and I think for me it was hard to even come down from that um, by the Same. end of the movie I was still feeling the after effects Same. yeah 100%. Um, that's so why I felt it. It ended kind of abruptly because it, it. We felt can like definitely I, talk about the ending, but yeah, I felt like I didn't have time to like decompress from from that event that happened. Right. Uh, the the crash itself. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. Jump in. The crash itself, I think, worked better for me than that first one on, on the training track because it had this slow motion up in the air, but then you, it was violent. It speeds up, mm-hmm. and and it's just like this happened in in a split second. You know. Um, yeah, it was horrifying. I was it was dead silent in my theater too because I was the only one in there. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, and I gasped. I'll say like it. Yeah. It yeah, that was it was horrifying. And yeah, yeah th- through the end of the movie, I that's all I could think about. Honestly, I want to 
talk about this moment a little bit more. Sure. Please. Yeah, this was, um, this was like the moment. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm going to need help with probably some terminology and remembering some specific facts. But okay. Um, the first, ha- like before that moment, the direction, uh, like man's direction felt a little uh, restrained from mm-hmm. like his more recent movies. Um, Definitely. And and that's not bad. It's more of like a classical style. I yeah, think you were touching d- on different that in your choice, intro. Yeah. Um, he kind of, you know, for lack of a better, uh, you know, phrase, he kind of hit the gas with yeah. some aesthetic choices mm-hmm. on this moment. That are, I you t- are you talking about that wild zoom? The he does? wild zoom. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. It felt like the frame rate slowed down. Yeah, and yeah. The, tr- the trees kind of like just going by you. Oh yeah. Like it felt like you were in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like. This is where man is like going crazy. Yeah, right he was going psycho mode. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. it, it sucked me in, and then just like broke me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When and then the slow mo and like I, I know it's a CGI car flipping around, but like I didn't care in the moment. Like I it, didn't think about it at all. It was uh, yeah, it was it was insane, and I and I appreciated using uh, like and help me out with it. Like there's using those techniques in, to establish. Like, uh, oh God, more focus on mm-hmm. the moment, almost. Yeah, as the aesthetics informs the emotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and and that and that that zoom is like you're disorienting everybody, and it's like that it's, was so crazy. It's, it's I funny think about that like, zoom every day. Well, it's like that. It's really so. It's interesting. I'm trying to think of. That's <laughs> sort of Grand Turismo. Um, oh God. But like, there's a big crash in that <laughs> Give movie. Give me a break. But there's a on on that famous uh, track. There's this long straightaway that uh, they say something in the in that movie about like how the straightaway is actually deceiving. And so in this one, I thought about that kind of idea where like you just have the straight straightaway. Interesting. But like the way that it's looking, and like I can't imagine being in the car and like how you know the adrenaline all that kind of stuff. And I imagine that it's probably not as straight and narrow as you would perceive it to be, like in the car. You know, you're constantly finding that. And I, th- I thought the way that that zoom was happening is almost like kind of telling us, like this isn't exactly as easy as you think it's going to be, or whatever. You know, there's always something. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely preparing us for. Like I was like something something's coming because it was like showing up. I don't know. It's it really like was, up a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like they do a good job of establishing the very romantic setup that uh, yeah. it's very tr- uh, all of this did really happen where like uh, Dick Portago wrote a letter to his yeah. wife on mm-hmm. the condition that he would die and then there's a famous picture the yes, kiss, the, there is a picture know, of, of death. Yeah, when she what came out of the crowd to kiss him when he mm-hmm. was at the pit stop and that was like their final kiss before he uh, you know, crashed. Was he? This is gonna be gruesome. Was he the one who was like split in half? Yes, okay. yes. Deportago was. Uh, in the book, they do um, talk about that. Did um, anybody f- like maybe pick up on some misdirection that they tried with the cards that you had to hand off at every pit stop? Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on it. What? Okay, so there's this. There's a little moment because they give him some cards. Yeah. When they're setting out, and there's a moment. I think it's the when his uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, kisses him. Linda Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see uh, McDreamy, like, also pit stop pit yeah. stop and pull out his card and give it to somebody, and you don't see Deportago do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought they were going to... Because I, d- I didn't know about the race in that, you know, when I was watching it, so I was like, oh, he's going to cross the finish line and be disqualified. DQ'd, yeah. And, I was, and the real event is so much yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Much yeah. Well, there, was, there was stuff that I... Like, little 
breadcrumbs where I was like, something's going to happen. Cause oh, he, yeah. Because they're like, you need tires. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, can they get me? It's there. And I was like. And getting the kid the autograph and finally yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. I was yeah. like, bro, your tires are going to, something's going to happen. Yep. Um, it's like an, an, in different hands, it could feel almost like cloyingly mel- melodramatic or yeah, like superfluous. Yeah. But really, it's kind of. I, I can say I didn't expect what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. My dad knew exactly. Really? Like, he just knew that that was a historical event. Really? So, sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, me, I was like, oh, I guess I hadn't gotten to that part in the book yet. Okay. Um, it's funny. I got to the part of the book after I saw the movie, thankfully, almost. Well, it's funny. I remember, and this is, you know, the Christmas trailers, but I remember they show the car flying through the air, like in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, you're right. Exactly. And I, and I like, forgot about what it. What the hell is yeah. that? And then yeah. I was in the movie, I was like, that hasn't happened yet. And I was like, where's that going to come? <laughs> and then it happened. And I was like, oh, I've seen this. Oh, shit. No, I haven't. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. there's more. Did uh, you, uh, so first of all, the reaction online to that trailer for that moment, everyone was like, oh, the CGI looks terrible. Right. I didn't uh, right. About that. And then did you guys see the clip of Adam Driver being asked at a, at a screening by a, by a <laughs> no, journalist? A he European was like a journalist. French fan or somebody. I don't gotcha. know. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and he was like asking him why the CGI looks so bad or something like that. And uh, Adam Driver was like, "You can go fuck yourself." Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I didn't see that. It, it became a headline, which, yeah. was, which yeah. was wonderful, yeah. especially now that I've seen the movie. Now that I'm on his side. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked a lot about Adam Driver, but I no. I last w- question. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. go ahead. I don't remember because everything was happening so so much in one moment. But what did he run over? It's a kilometer marker. Yeah. Um, okay. In the middle of the road. Um. So it was really just a mile marker, essentially. But uh, it, it was something jagged was sticking up because it—it's that's just all it is. It's but the the thing was the tire was so worn down. Okay, okay. It, that it kind of exploded the tire and going at you. that speed, it kind I of got you. and the, yeah. obviously it's so light. Yeah. So it kind of flipped up. Uh, Here's where my brain went with all that information, and I know I knew this was wrong, but I was like, because nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was okay. Sorry, what was the car manufacturer that they were like competing Maserati. with? Maserati. Maserati. There was like the embarrassment of the Maserati driver yeah. being driven back to the pit stop. Yeah, and then the look on the guy's face. Yeah, I kept thinking he was gonna do something to like. And sabotage. I was like, and then it, there was that moment, the crash, and the focus on the object that he ran over, mm-hmm. and I missed it, uh, or missed exactly what it was. And then in the conversation when they're reviewing the crash, uh, t- when they're reviewing the tire, they're like, "You can't do this to a tire. You have to." Like, this is from something cutting it, right? Yeah, right, right. And I was like, are they saying that they were sabotaged? Right. But then nobody talked about it. I was like, oh, man, what? Yeah, then the movie just ends, right? Okay, (laughs) all right, yes. Yeah. Um, But thank you for clarifying that for me. It was no sort of... It was like a freak accident. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, credit but to the writing for putting see, thoughts in my head. I know? thought, I'm glad we talked about this. I thought it was just like shrapnel or something because right before that, I feel like he drives over like a racing glove or something. So I thought mm. like someone was like dropping things or something. Right. Like, like bananas in Mario Kart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, it's a me. It was, it was a blue shell. Was what some yeah, it was, yeah. it was a blue shell. Yeah, um, yeah I... I I don't think I thought it was sabotage, but in the moment when they kept showing the Maserati guy, I was like, he's going to go do something to yeah, the car. Yeah, he was angry. He was embarrassed. Um, I took it as the... I was wondering at the end, because it says that Ferrari was like exonerated, mm-hmm. and I was like, were they or did they pay them off? Because... Uh, yeah. That's what that headline yeah. was. Yeah, I was like... Yeah. No, they were exonerated because there was no... Really, the only thing that... Uh, 
Ferrari could have been guilty of was encouraging uh, Deportago to win the race because yeah. he was right. saying basically like, hey, you're in pole, pole position to yeah. really end this race strong because there was a sort of extra prize for being the fastest to get to this from this certain point to the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the only thing that Ferrari was guilty of was – and then Deportago obviously was the one who was like, no, don't switch my tires. Yeah, keep the tires. He's like, okay, if you're not going to change my tires, which – all this kind of leads me to uh, back to Adam Driver. I wanted to highlight how much I loved his performance. That is in, great. Uh, well, and specifically in these instances where he's talking to the drivers, um, because I feel like in Yates's book he's very sort of dismissive of a lot of the things that Ferrari was good at, except for the way he was able to motivate people, mm-hmm. the way he was able to push people's buttons or pit them against each other in ways that he just kind of had an instinct to do. And I think driver does a really good job of like, of really capturing that. Like he was able to like push people's buttons, really like motivate them because Mm -hmm. he wasn't necessarily the most gifted innovator of motorsports. He wasn't the best driver. He wasn't the best car manufacturer. He just had this sort of will and instinct that a lot of people have throughout most of this movie, Ferrari is like dealing with people, right? Yeah, and he's kind of, he's he's almost making deals with everybody, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was when I sort of like locked in on yeah. the performance and the movie in yeah. general and and the writing was um, his like subplot to uh, get a merger to happen. Yes, right. I loved um, like when when the call from Fiat happened. I was like. Oh, great payoff! Great, I was great like, writing. This is great. No, yeah, and and I I said that in my intro where I was like I was kind of not with it. I was at arm's length a little bit in the beginning, and then I locked in. Mm-hmm. It was that call for some reason, yeah. um, and and so I I think Adam Driver did a really good job, uh, just kind of you know stepping around everybody mm-hmm. and like getting what he needs from people, um, not manipulating them, but like making deals almost just with everybody mm-hmm. in his life. Yeah, um, and and that kind of teaches you about Enzo Ferrari where like he might not have been the most talented driver, but he, his strength was like between people and uh, being a business person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I enjoyed that as well. Yeah. I think uh, there's like a little bit of added context that adds a little bit more to that scene in that he, they kind of mentioned it in the movie that he came to, he tried to get a job with Fiat when he was like 19 yeah, yeah, he mentioned that. and he was kind of dismissed and because he really didn't have any experience or anything, but he always kind of carried that with him for the rest of his life. The mm-hmm. fact that Fiat, the biggest Italian manufacturer of vehicles kind of turned him down. So he always carried that sort of chip on his shoulder um, up until pretty much the end of his life when they did eventually merge with Fiat. Yeah. Um, so, but that was kind of like a badge of honor for him towards the, towards the very end. But, more so a chip on his shoulder. And the, the fact that he's like, well, I'm sort of meant to be this patriotic symbol yeah, because Fiat was no longer in sort of any sort of racing or motorsport. They were just in the manufacturing business. And he makes it clear that, that he, he sells cars. So is that, so is he sells cars so that he can race. Exactly. And was it, he says Jag, they, they, they say Jaguar races to sell cars. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He sells mm-hmm. cars to race. Exactly. Um, no, I loved the, like the, like, uh, table scene where he says mm-hmm. like the whole like two objects can't occupy the same space and same th- same point in time or whatever yeah and that whole spiel of I, th- I think it ends where he's like he's you know you lose because the other driver said fuck it we both die right and i was like 
Don't be that's the one to make really the mistake. That's not really okay, but you're getting your point across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> He's so good but in that scene. Yeah, yeah. I, thought I, thought, that, I thought he was great. I thought Adam Driver... So the the I read the Wikipedia page article. Uh, uh, there's... Well, who was it? Hugh Jackman? That was Yes, he was attached. Adam Driver was such a Bullet better dodged. choice. Bullet dodged. Yeah, I don't know if I would have liked <laughs> because Hugh Because Adam Driver, I mean, for, for all of the... Where he's not a great fit, you know, he's noticeably younger than um, Enzo yeah, is right. yeah. and everything like that. Um, he's he's an imposing tall figure, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he carries weight on screen, yeah, very well. Yeah, I think there's a lot of man's direction in that in the, in the framing too. Yeah, um, but he just he, did. He feels like the largest presence he's at all lar- times in every scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny you mentioned Marriage Story because uh, in that same interview I mentioned he, that was the reason he cast Adam Driver because he movie. saw him oh, okay. that performance. Movie. I was thinking Marriage he saw House of Gucci and he was like... <laughs> Italian. <House of> Gucci. <laughs> Definitely Italian. an Italian Just man. do that. Well, no, Just do Gucci, dude. Just do Gucci. Have, have you guys seen Marriage Story? Yeah, yeah, of course. So that, I have not. There's that one scene like between him and Sir Roger Hansen where like, shit just goes crazy. Mm. Like Everything comes out. And I was thinking of that scene. It's 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 an incredible scene, but I was thinking of that scene when Enzo and, and Lara were having like just everything was just going to mm-hmm. the wall, you know. Um, and it it does it's sad because I think it works great because in those in that scene where like she's saying stuff like I blame you for this, mm-hmm. I don't believe her, mm. but I feel the pain behind it. Right. I don't I'm like you don't mean that, but you are you're, you're saying gra- it's a, you're grasping to, for something. Right. So you which is an interesting way of acting where you can he- yes. you can feel the intention mm-hmm. even when the words are not. She just wants him up. to hurt. Like she's yeah, just exactly. trying to hurt him, you yeah. know, like and that's such a sad state of kind of like cuz I think all couples kind of go through that. Like I mean even everybody will deal with it where it's like I'm hurting, so I I and it's like if if I'm hurting and I don't feel like you're here with me, that I'm gonna try and bring you here with me, right? Even, right. Even if it's an unhealthy way, and I thought that's why that scene worked because it's like she says that I blame you. I don't think she means it. She's just trying to hurt him. But I think he already feels that way about himself, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I thought that's why that scene worked for me. I thought it was great. I would like to talk about this scene real quick, yes. real quick, quack, quick, <laughs> um, real quick. So I'm actually coming around on my own thought on this, uh, but the way that uh, fight scene or the scene where they fight, uh, is shot. It's almost as if you don't see them in the same frame. Yes. And yeah. when, so, okay, where my where my dumb brain goes initially is, oh, they didn't have both actors on set at the same time. And so they weren't like in the same zip code and this is just editing to get the fight across. Um, if that happened, they are incredible actors. Like well, they're the, both incredible that was, actors. That was the allegation with the... Um, Chris Evans uh, on a De Armas I, which movie. I completely forgot about until this week, but yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where they were like, Where they were like, they weren't on set together. I was they? reading an article about the most fake movies that happened this yeah. year, and that was like number one. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yes. And so, again, I have to fight my dumb brain on a lot of thoughts uh, in, in art in general. But like, I was like, ah, that kind of, I wish they were acting together more on, mm-hmm. on in frame. Um, but, you know, there's a different way to interpret that now with you know talking with friends mm-hmm. yeah. you know they're they're separated they're yeah, separated right, right. by this thing together this wall um and so you know maybe that was a better directorial choice and i i should never doubt michael mann ever again it it's never true. never it's again true. was that the scene with the um conflict resolution 
at the end? Yes. It was? Yeah. So they had the big, like, like, they make up real quick? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I don't remember. No, 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 no. no. Okay. That's the scene. No. That was this, the check. This scene is, is when she like. That she, was the check. You're right. That was the, the that was the check. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. other scene is when yeah when when okay. when she's like I'll take a check and they just throw stare at each other, and I actually that's that's why the, so the scene that you're talking about the 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 passionate conflict revolution yeah, yeah 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 that the big fight scene works so well because right. that scene happened because you can still see even when they're going at it like. They have this stare. They both kind of have these little smiles, and I was like, oh, "Man, they love each other." And trying to channel it like into, the, uh, into something, yeah. and at I the end, it just breaks. Yes, one yeah. of the more understated but really powerful scenes was the opera. It's yeah. Uh, oh when, yes. When he uh, so Enzo goes to the opera and uh, Lara stays home, but they're both recalling seeing this opera or a happy memory when Dino was young where mm-hmm. uh, Enzo's sort of like dancing and singing, singing. the same opera yeah. and they're both recalling, uh, you know, that sort of blissful early days of marriage. Yeah. And, and then uh, I think even Dino's life. Shailene Woodley, sorry, I don't know her name in the movie. Isn't it like Lena. Lena, Lena, Lena Lardy. Yeah. yeah. Lena. I, I almost said Linda a hundred times, but I haven't. She, she's also recalling like going to the factory after it burned down and telling mm-hmm. him that, that she was pregnant and him picking her up. That's the same scene. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was that was a great scene. Is that what you were gonna? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say that it's, it was kind of like all three of them. Yeah. Um, I thought it worked worked really well. I was gonna say something else, but I forgot what it was. It took me a minute to realize that we were going in flashback mode. Yeah. I think maybe because I was watching it late at night. I don't know, but but yeah, it was it was very powerful. It's better than what uh, my friend Emma also saw it. Uh, Emma who? <laughs> Emma Kearney. Emma Kearney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We hung out this week and. Um, <laughs> She saw it, and apparently someone in the theater was like, oh, she's pregnant with another one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> well, it's telling, because he has, like, dark hair. Yeah, he has I'm dark like, hair. He looks, exactly. he looks no, I'm markedly, not no, I know, I know. markedly <laughs> younger. That's and yeah, that's, that's really He's funny. Adam Driver's actual age. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, my God. That was just funny. Stuck out to another me. One? That's uh, like my, my parents, another one? My yeah. parents, um, my parents all listen to this. If they do, I love you guys. But they haven't. So I got my dad Oppenheimer for Christmas. Yeah. I got and, Peyton Oppenheimer for And Christmas. I was like, God bless you guys when you try and watch this because y'all not going to be able to keep up. They're, you know, different yeah. conversation. But that's funny because like the time, the you know, timelines shift and stuff. You, able to, you got them a movie that you don't think you'll be able to follow? No, they've like been asking to see it for forever. I was like, I think oh, it's okay. incredible. Okay. But I was like, you guys have to pay attention. <laughs> at, like, least, at least I know Peyton liked Oppenheimer. They, they, you know, I, I like when <coughs> directors will treat the audience like they're intelligent. And they're like, okay, yeah. keep up then. You know, like I think that's... There's some incredible editing in, yeah. in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great movie. To, I think, make that feel coherent but still propulsive. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Different movie. Um, yeah, what else we got? I mean, uh, we I think maybe we've, we've talked so long, but I, I do want to at least touch on the ending because yeah. I feel like that was something that was a little bit not divisive, but we may have followed differently on where what we think about it. Sell yeah. it for me. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I so I will just go ahead and go back to that interview um, where it's we're in movies. We always expect some sort of resolution. I guess we should explain what the ending is. So after. Um, the Millie Media happens. Um, uh, so I'm a little confused on how the the finances worked. Basically, they find out that Laura cashed the check that Enzo wrote her, and that would sort of bankrupt him. But really, she used it to what did she use it so to? So from what I've understood is that she basically reinvested it into the company. Right. So she essentially kind of gave it back. Right. Uh, 
which I'm not sure. I I think was that her like recommitting? Because mm-hmm. it was yes. that, that was her that was her opportunity to because she was at a completely split up. At this yeah, point. Exactly. Like, she knows F she could you, either I'm out right exactly she knows you. about his family yeah. right his, his right, extra right. son but also like I think the um, my only kind of qualm with that is that I feel like them being like oh my god she cashed the check was mm-hmm. a bit of like dramatization because it's like, sure you would have known been like oh she gave it the bank would be like she reinvested it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I, or like. Maybe. I don't know. I thought maybe she didn't have the money with her at the moment, but part of it was like, you're going to use this to pay off all the journalists. Yeah. Um, So, like, she's forming the plan for him to take the heat off, save the company. So it's not just like a whoopsie. like Fair. Like, it's it's not like a Uno reverse. Because she does give him, like, an envelope of money, right? Yeah. That's true. It's like, I'm I'm giving you this, I'm giving you my money to help Mm -hmm. this company. Yeah, and this is how we're gonna do it. Which she, because I think she was, I thought it was powerful because she was saying like, you know, like uh, you have your son, everything, but she's like, now essentially I've built this life with you. This is also mine, kind of like you know Ferrari. And also that kid can't use your name. Yeah, yeah. While she's alive, while she's alive, yeah, yeah. is what happened. And he respected that. Yeah. But I did learn that it has a lot more to do with the strict divorce laws in Italy. Right. Does so much with Um, him being like okay. So man said, you know, we're expecting this sort of uh, ending where there's a resolution, right? Where essentially there's going to be, well, the character ended up being this way. But really, we all carry this sort of duality within us where mm-hmm. a lot of us are um, amalgamations of contradictory things. Yeah. Like, uh, But we construct these stories, uh, archetypes of where there's always a resolution where mm-hmm. oh, the character starts one way and then ends the other way. But really, that's not how life works. And Enzo, he says, was a giant representational picture of something profoundly human. He's bound to Laura. He's repelled by Laura. How do these oppositions end in most of our lives? We sit around in a Barca lounger or watching daytime TV, and then we die. They don't get resolved. Um, Ouch. Yeah. Beautiful. That's heavy. I think, you know, it's a beautiful ending in a way that, you know, he, he's trying to sort of introduce his uh, second son to Dino in the, yeah. in the crypt. Yeah, um, but it is sort of deliberately non-resolutional because it is sort yes. of in the in media res still. But at the same time, there is some of this sort of beautiful emotional resonance of that moment where they're going to the crypt together, and we do find out in the ending text that Ferrari or Pietro Ferrari is still part of the company. Yeah, um, and Enzo uh, went on to be very successful after yeah. this yeah. was over after to the end, end of this movie. I I felt like. There's a whole other movie to be made about the fallout from everything that happens in this movie. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sequel. And but I, <laughs> yeah, Ferrari two, two Ferrari two Furious. Um, There's a movie called Four versus Ferrari, which is almost a sequel. I actually haven't. I've been to it, but I'm. If you have, if you have a dad, great dad movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's my dad. Uh, So I I even asked him, was like, was this better? He's like, I don't know. They're very different movies. I was like, that's very poignant, Dad. Yeah. Um, But both of the car rides home from those movies mm-hmm. hit different because you okay. go mm-hmm. you hit the you know accelerator a little bit harder yeah. than you normally would i think yeah um but anyway no the, the, I, I i enjoyed the ending i'm good with like you know very abrupt endings especially in biopics because i think seeing the most important sequence in somebody's life is better than like having chapters almost sure where you're trying to like yeah. capture more than right. is possible to capture in a, in a traditional movie length. Um, 
And also, I mean, we kind of know Ferrari still exists, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was no question about whether the company would survive or anything. It's not like there's this fabled yeah. car once upon a time. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, like some movies try to do like literally the birth of the character to the death. And like yeah. sometimes that can be really cheesy or just feel like very mm-hmm. by the numbers, right? Yeah. I think we've had such a good wealth of like great biopics that are very unconventional this year. Have like, you guys op- seen uh, yeah. Maestro? Yeah, I I actually liked it. Yeah. I think um, has a lot of interesting stuff going on there as well. Yeah, um, but that even that's not like he was born this day. And right, he, exactly. Yeah. Can I yeah tell you where, where I'm coming from? Sure, yeah, please. The, so non non resolution endings are you know I'm okay with those. To me, it felt like so the whole movie I'm looking at Enzo Ferrari from a point of like. He's reckless. He's building this wall to separate himself. And he's like continually willing to risk other people's lives for his like competitive gain to break the record, to win the race, to, you know, continue racing. And it just felt like he was continually putting people in danger. And so my whole viewpoint of him throughout, meanwhile, he's has like a relationship with another woman and his wife is like going through all this grief. To me, Enzo Ferrari is like this villain. Mm-hmm. throughout the film he, sure. he he's not a hero and then at the end it goes black screen it feels like the end of like uh i don't know the blind side where it's like he had a great football career you know enzo ferrari was he was not found culpable and he, the mm-hmm. company is super successful it just felt like a, a stark contrast to me does that make sense well i i think so i mean i think it, you can definitely look at enzo in that way as the you know protagonist and antagonist of mm-hmm. this movie uh in certain ways but yeah, like it's really just a matter of perspective, I think. Well, sure. I, I was gonna say, uh, then he, it's almost it was kind of like Napoleon to me, where like at the very last minute there was something that made me go, hold on a second, like I don't know how I feel about this person anymore, uh, because like his whole arc of like build the wall and so yada yada yada, his line about like you know death's always near. He says no, like children don't know that, and I was like that's growth in a sense of being like he's seeing like this is too far this is yeah um and then for his wife to, to be like hey here's some hush money pay off the pay off the like, press oh okay that's kind of you know uh and then at the end where it's like they were found like not not guilty i was like oh i do i like him which maybe that was the point maybe the whole yeah, point I was think- like he was everything all at once. Like the thing is, all this is true, right? Like none yeah, of this is right, right, uh, right. dramatic license, and you know that's you. Which you do Napoleon kind of, had a lot of, to be yes. fair. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. uh, Emma also said this was a better Napoleon movie than Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, it's about, I like this better than Napoleon. Yeah, well, it's a better movie, Jet, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. it's 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 a it's a movie where someone uses their charisma and power mm. to influence people and you know sort of how does that affect your relationships and how right. do you yeah. influence others others and i think that's very true um yeah it's like one of those things where it's not going to be a neat resolution yeah. um, right. because this person was sort of uh contradictory in that he, yeah he was he cared about people but also he if, you know, if you crashed his car, you know, you, you weren't part of his life anymore, that kind of thing. Yeah, where, you right. know, he was a little bit ruthless. Um, yeah. I, my response to you, Zach, yeah, give would it. be, I think maybe I'm taking for granted a little bit, you know, more of the like racing sort of knowledge of like old races and stuff that I had going in. And mm-hmm. I wasn't looking to learn 
like whether he was a good or bad guy, I was looking to like step in his shoes. Okay. Um, yeah. and kind of get the vibe of what it was like to be him. Yeah. Um, so to be a bad person. Your inter- your your <laughs> statement be. about like oh he's the villain that's interesting that never crossed my mind because it almost didn't matter. Um, okay, that's me. fair. Well, what's it, funny. I mean, is the that? book is almost like he's almost like a villain too. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he. There was Nazi was, ties, sometimes. right? Fascist ties. Okay, the 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 book does go out way out of their way yeah. to just be like he was v- extremely apathetic to politics and being in you know sort of fascistic circles was just something that you did. And he there's there was like no indication that he was a real die hard died in the wool fascist or communist. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He was probably more apolitical than anything. Wasn't that part of the reason why? his wife had more control of the company because like at the end of the war, he like wanted to, he, they say something about it in the movie. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Do you know I what I'm talking about? It says, but yeah, there was some reason why that is, it's explained very quickly. Why she why has, she has like half, half versus him just having all of it and having full control. And it had something mm. to do with like political ties at the end of the war. I don't yeah, know. I mean, there was a whole mess of, uh, factors in the end of that, yeah. at the end of the war that, Honestly, led to Ferrari's success because some uh, like Alfa Romeo was like conscripted to like make Jeeps, whereas like, Ferrari was too small to that at that point to be a real sure. manufacturer. But yeah. more is able to focus on the resumption of motorsports once yeah. it actually. And then obviously all the the Nazi companies couldn't race cars because they were German. So yeah. uh, right. you know he, there was an opening essentially. Yeah. Um. Well, here we go. Shall we pose the question? Can I have you, you can cut this thing? for time. No, no, I, I have a criticism in my head that maybe my friends can help me Please. with. Please, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't cut things for time I, ever. I know you don't. I've, that was just me being like false modest. Okay. Keep <laughs> this. Just being polite. Um, so there's again a lot of the story is based on the fact that the company is failing uh, in that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the it's teetering. They're they're running out of money. They're running low. And they need to sell more cars. They're selling less cars than they used to, presumably. And um, I think the plan was that let's enter, like, I guess let's win the Mili Miglia. Mm -hmm. So we can sell cars. Right. Okay. Uh, Historical fact, criticism time. Okay. Uh, In the 1956 Mili Miglia, the first five cars were all Ferrari. Right. Interesting. Oh, that's a good point. So I was like, why are they failing in 1957? Why, why didn't the plan for 1957 work or in 1956? Because, because the way that it's laid out is it does sound like it's, you have to finally do, you have to finally did win the big one when they won it last year. It's like they have won it in they, the past. They yeah. took all five first places. That's the thing. Yeah. Is it's interesting. They had a, they had a monumental year the year prior in that race. Yeah. Um, that was maybe know. some. That I, was maybe some dramatic license. Yeah, for sure. which I'm so. fine with yeah, just accepting. Yeah. I just was curious. If I, I honestly, yeah. Something. If if I couldn't, yeah, that's, the that seems more like dramatic license to me. But yeah, I agree. Was it that they couldn't sell cars, or that they just weren't pumping them out? Because that definitely seems like that was one of the criticisms, or the what the guy was saying. Like, I forget yeah, if that was ninety. It was like ninety-eight yeah. cars or something. Yeah, they like, wanted to get up to four hundred. Yeah. So well, I mean, and that that tracks because. Enzo's very obvious about like I don't really give or, a shit or, about okay, cars. To defend it, maybe it was saying, well, we can get that infusion of cash from Fiat winning the Mili Miglia this year. 
as opposed to last year Maybe. because their that deal was more poised to happen because we are we are not making more cars. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no that that could work. Um was the the like merger subplot was kind of a Enzo thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so again that kind of goes back to he's kind of pulling levers in many directions to get the right. deals yes, he needs definitely. done. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Maybe he was just trying to get that guy off his back so he could focus on the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Get that out of <laughs> <of> here. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Shall we uh, wrap it up and ask the question of the hour? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who wants to ask who? You guys ask each other. <laughs> um, Unless, Zach, you want to ask it, somebody. Okay. I'm going to ask Ethan. Let's ask Ethan. But, okay. Ethan, is Ferrari good? Yes, it's great. Okay, there you go. But, Brooks, is Ferrari good? Ferrari's great, Hunter. But Zach, is Ferrari good? Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. Did we? Did I'm we? Not, did we? We come up on it? You right? raised yeah. my score okay. for sure. You raised me. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a top five for me. It's just it's I'd big, have. To, I'd really have to think about like it. Like we've said, it's a, it's a very stacked year, and I love yeah. Michael Mann. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I have a question. A part B question for Ethan. Mm-hmm. Ethan. Yeah. Where does this rank in man's filmography for you? You know, I sat down this morning, I think, and tried to rank all the Michael Mann movies. I think it ended up at number five, which is higher than I expected. How many okay. are there? Uh, there are 12. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So my top three would be Heat, Thief, and Manhunter, and The Insider would be number four, Ferrari number five, and then uh, Miami Vice, Black Hat, Collateral. It's weird because like most of these I really See, like. I these know, are great movies. I know of those last two I've movies. seen Miami Vice. I, I guess I just didn't realize when I saw it that yeah. it was a Michael Mann film. It's wild. It's a great movie. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I haven't seen. I know of Collateral. I know of Black Hat. Oh, uh, fun Michael Mann facts. Uh, uh, shout out Michael Mann facts on Twitter. But uh, So I was at the High Museum of Art yesterday. Nice. Which if you've seen the movie Manhunter, which is technically the first ever f- adaptation of Thomas Harris's Hannibal Lecter character on screen. Okay, cool. Um, when uh, Will Graham, played by, uh, oh my gosh, William Peterson? Yeah, Will- William Peterson uh, interrogates Hannibal Lecter, uh, who's played by Brian Cox from Succession. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he leaves, he runs down the stairs in this very hurried fashion. And those stairs may look familiar. Those are the stairs of the High Museum of Art. Oh, that's um, awesome! So, it's really uh, cool. Filmed in Atlanta. I yeah. saw you. You posted on Twitter. You were like, "If you film know, people will know this." And I was like, cool. "I don't know it." Yeah, <laughs> it's from Manhunter. Yep, that's <laughs> awesome. great movie. Uh, well, right on. Oh, I don't have every movie sucks ready. Um, every movie sucks. Oh, I don't have it I ready. Need to get it ready too. I'm, I'm, look I'm, up, I'm, I'm, I look up, funny box. reviews on uh, uh, Letterboxd, everybody. So Letterboxd. Brooks, you started this tradition because before we were doing Rotten Tomatoes, but Letterboxd <laughs> is way funnier. This is my legacy. This on is this Brooks's show. legacy. I would have had this ready, but I'm dropping the ball. But we can sing the song, Zach. Every movie sucks. Every, Every movie, movie sucks. sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. Ah, uh, let me do bad reviews, bad reviews, lowest first. Here we go. I've got one if you guys are ready to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. This says, uh, this is half star from Madeline, the wigs, dot, dot, dot. Also, this film was put together like they lost the storyboard. I love Adam Driver and Patrick Dempsey, but this movie was not T. Not T. Even my car guy friend thought it was ass. Not T. <laughs> not T. I don't know. 
It's not tea. Uh, I got one. Uh, not sure how many people are aware that Italian actors do actually exist. Oh, okay, fair. Okay, you can get a little <laughs> can, mad about I, I that. that. Yeah, there's definitely some anti-Italian uh, strains here. I think. Half star review from Brendan Fraser sixty nine. No, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Uh, Ashley Elizabeth ninety three says rudimentary filmmaking from a seasoned director. Oh, uh, that feels at least they were sound in their reasoning. Like <laughs> I don't know, like just like oh, uh, it sucked. Yeah, yeah, I've got one more, and then we can go around one time. Uh, Dolphin Girl LJ half star says, "What a flop! Boring, long, and basically no plot. Worse than Killers of the Flower Moon, and that's saying something." Yeah, that is saying something. <laughs> uh, too many women, not enough cars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a pretty funny one. I think Chris Pratt does a more convincing Italian accent <laughs> as Mario than Shailene Woodley does in this entire film. Um, driving sequences are only redeeming factor. Adam Lack Dr- of score is wild. That's crazy. Adam Driver thinks he's Oppenheimer. I see that one. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't, that, think I don't really that. think. I don't, I don't think. think so that, I think that was filmed before or around the same time as Oppenheimer. I took a so. killer nap during this one. <laughs> One more, Brooks, take us home. Half-star review, so bad, worst movie I've seen this year. Just watch Gran Turismo instead and pretend the British guy is Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> uh, nap count three. Okay. Oh, wow. I love that. Fuck Legolas. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, Shindigs? Sure. Shindigs. Yeah, it's I news time. News. I have news. Let me pull it up. News, news, news. Does that give me a song? Or somebody. You got three-part harmony. Mm. Anybody? No? No. Okay. Brooks, give me a song. Hunters, shindig. Perfect. <laughs> Hunters, shindig. Go. Amazing. Um, we're getting uh, Matt Reeves, Batman stuff, because you know me, Matt Reeves' Arkham series is apparently not going to be in the Matt Reeves-averse. It's going to be in James Gunn's DCU, which could be a bad thing, but we'll see. Uh, we got our first look at Bill Murray and Paul Rudd in okay. Uh, the Can new I just say something? The DCU, the DCEU just died. No, I know. Yeah. So why are we? Can because we just dance on the grave over, a little bit? Start over. Can we uh, dance on the grave a little bit? He doesn't want to. I, I want no, 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 to. No. Fuck Aquaman DC. Two, That's Aquaman right. Two, uh, debuted at like thirty-five percent. Apparently, it sucks. What did Aquaman two? I can't believe you guys didn't have the integrity to at least see this thing out well we were going to and then uh poor things didn't release till later and it was christmas weekend and i just we we can we can finish hilarious well actually it wouldn't matter because we didn't do blue Blue beetle we didn't didn't that's right we didn't do blue beetle oh wow it it actually would be incomplete uh the last like three superhero movies we haven't done we didn't do the marvels either it's true uh, anyway uh first look at bill murray and paul rudd in the what fourth fifth ghostbusters Frozen Jesus, Empire. kill me. Uh, a new look at Adam Sandler and Netflix's Spaceman. Netflix is they already made that. It's called they're, Rocket Man. They're they're making an uh, Uncle Fester spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do in the shadows? Why why would they just do an Adam's Family show? Because they, they have to build up to it. It's oh, like, it's, it's like, like the Avengers. Like the Avengers. When they're not, they're all just in the same house already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what we do in the shadows? The series is ending after its sixth season. New York City. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, apparently, I couldn't confirm this, I didn't really look that hard. They apparently have been cast as George Clooney's parents in an Ocean's Eleven prequel. I've I've heard that, yeah. That's happening. Mm -hmm. Neat. Uh, Warner Brothers is apparently going to merge with Paramount 
and they just can't seem to get their shit straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scream 7 director has, exit, has exited the film, said that a dream job has become a nightmare. We got new images yep. of Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix as Joker and Harley Quinn. And then, uh, this is sad news, Lee Soon Kyun, a parasite, was, uh, passed away. Yeah, he plays the rich uh, dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's all I've got. Somebody else passed away this morning. Or yeah. This morning? Who? Yeah. I didn't see uh, it. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. Oh, I didn't yeah, see he that. was famously Carmine Falcone in Batman Begins. But more mm. importantly, one of Brooks and I's favorite movies, he is the, uh, I forget the character's name, but he's in Michael Clayton. Um, okay. Gotcha. One of, yeah, he's... He was nominated for Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for um, his performance in Michael Clayton. Great legal thriller, R.I.P. The heater. He was yeah. the, what the, a heater. The memory erased doctor that, that uh, has a side thing with Kirsten Dunst in uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's right, Mind. yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Zach, do you have a shindig today? Is there we can talk about bowl games. Did y'all see that Pop-Tart get devoured? <laughs> I saw a guy get covered in mayonnaise. I saw most, oh God, of, I most of the memes. too, and I was yeah. like, I can't do this, dude. So people had mayonnaise milkshakes. Oh, that's oh my God. It was disgusting. I love mayonnaise, and that's gross. I'm, uh, I'm a mayonnaise fan. I don't know if I'd do a milkshake, but... No. Dude, they were having them dip, like, they would just go up to people and say, like, dip it in here, and, like, they would have a bowl of mayonnaise. <laughs> like, it was okay, okay. over the top. I'll say this. I'll say this. Mayonnaise, underrated dipping sauce. Yes. Yeah. Tots. 100%. Yeah. Mayonnaise. 100%. You have to mix it with something. French fries. Just pure mayonnaise. Onion rings. All of it. I'm not doing mayonnaise. You guys Um, are disgusting. How do we all feel about uh, Georgia Florida State? It happens in 30 minutes. Who's going to watch that? Uh, I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm going over to my... Well, I got to go pick up my dog, and then I'm going over to my brother's house, and we're going to eat There's like 80 players who aren't playing, but I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. I think Georgia's going to win by a lot. I don't think a win will matter. By the time this comes out, everyone will know. I know. <laughs> does, any, does anything ever really matter? Brooks, you're so disillusioned. Uh, why do you think, sir? Because <laughs> the DCU is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so sad, I know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, there's Zach's shindig. Yeah, that's very brave of you, Zach. <laughs> Either of y'all want to add anything? Anybody have shindigs this week? Ethan, Brooks? Uh, we were went over the uh, Red Wings-Preds game last night. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brooks, the floor is yours. I didn't prepare anything. Okay. Um, How's your football team doing? Are they playing Premier League stuff right now? Liverpool is top of the league, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Chelsea almost blew a three-goal lead this morning good. to Luton. <laughs> almost, but didn't. Almost good. did not, though. They held. That's they held good. 3-2. No, Liverpool uh, will play tomorrow. So, unfortunately, I don't have any. I'm joint top with Or Monday. Asabella. We'll play Monday. I'm not a Premier League guy. Like, I don't watch much uh, uh, football. <laughs> <laughs> we accept but, that yeah that's fine but um how like how is so liverpool's like top of the table like numero mm-hmm. uno yeah currently yes uh thank you to arsenal for um losing uh, to bottling ham. it and they okay. lost to west ham i believe it was yesterday two days mm-hmm. ago how, um, how many games like how long does the 38 games yeah 38 okay. games in the premier league season but if you're in europe it can be more because you may be playing champions league games mid okay. and cup games yeah. you play uh, in two different cup competitions, if you're an English team, okay. the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup are on different sides of the new year. But, yep. It's kind of like what the NBA is trying to do now is just add more stuff. Yep. In-season tournament? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. They should call it the NBA Cup, not the in-season tournament. I yeah, agree. In-season tournament, in-season tournament is yeah. kind of silly. It's really confusing. Yeah, it is, in- it is confusing, but also it's like 
how many cups have you won? Like it's it's more fun than saying how many in season tournaments have you won? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I was like, do the games matter extra? They don't like, call do it the they... NCAA tournament; they call it March Madness. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, Final Four. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Even all that prestige around fun. it. Um, I will to close out my shindig. Yeah. Liverpool are top of the league. I still am not confident that they okay. are going to end up at the top uh, at the end of this season um, because. Manchester City is hitting some stride. It Kevin De Bruyne like, is back. Yes. Um, so that you can never count them out. I think it's only like a two or three point deficit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a fun season. It's a crowded top of the table. So I think teams are going to come in and out um, as weeks progress. And where's Chelsea? Good question. Ethan, where's Chelsea? Uh, they're 10th. So we're having the <laughs> out worst. Out of... They're 20. not in relegation territory. I mean, it feels like it, but <laughs> okay. We're not. Uh, okay, it's been the worst season of my life. Okay, the last two seasons have been the worst. Hey, it happens. Ever. I'm a Red yeah. Wings fan. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, getting I'm, new owners, you thought would I'm fix it. I'm a tech it. fan. The past five years have been absolutely shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. tech went seven and six, and it's like we had an, an incredible year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very brave. That's, that's a great, great, great shindig. But you, um, I don't think we have any whiskey, so we can do water shots, whiskey shots. Don't, not all of us have water. Coffee. Coffee shot. This is now to whiskey and Jack because we have lost them both. You guys were around since day one of both mm-hmm. whiskey and Jack. Yes, we were. Yes. Very sad. R.I.P. Missed them both. To whiskey and Jack. To whiskey and, and Jack. To them. you guys. Into the, the new year. Yeah, happy new year. Happy, happy new, new, year. Year. new year. I actually just wanted some water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. So, uh, if you're listening to this, you already know that Ferrari's coming out on the first, and then we're doing uh, the uh, poor things, and me and Zach are going to we are going to do the Golden Goods. I have we haven't <laughs> we didn't do. Do we need to do that tonight? Uh, <laughs> like I, when are I we doing that? Made, I don't know. I haven't okay. made any sort of list. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But we're taking two weeks off after Poor Things, and then coming back in February mm-hmm. with some Oscar. The Oscar series, I think, is our plan. Probably. Well, when do, when, when are nominations they officially out, going they to be came announced? Out like January nineteenth. Yeah, do they? Okay. Usually, yeah. Um, so, we'll, we'll, so that works. We'll know during the two week break. So yeah, anything you guys want to plug? Anything you guys got going on? Uh, keep a look uh, look out on my Instagram. Probably going to post my favorite movies of the year and of the next month. Once yep. I see like poor things, uh, zone of interest. Um, Certain movies that I just feel like will probably creep up my top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be posting those. Uh, I do want to see the Iron Claw as well. I, I actually heard that that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty um, good. I have no interest in wrestling, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah. So where can they find you? you think? Uh, yeah, my Instagram is Lunar Taqueria. That's just a normal kind of Instagram, but I mostly talk about movies on my uh, Twitter. Lanky Frampart. I'm not gonna call it X. It's Lanky Frampart. Yeah. <laughs> Rex, do you want to plug anything, or are you not really a man of mystery? Uh, I'm a man of mystery, and I have a deficit on 2023 movies, so I don't. I'm, I think I'm just going to try and figure out where all the good movies are streaming and watch more of those. Um, a I'm lot gonna, of good ones. This I'm going to watch the Holdovers on Peacock. Uh, good plan. Great movie. Next. I love the Holdovers. Oh, it's really good. Highly okay. recommend. Um, Trey recommended we watch Saltburn. Mm. Okay. Heard that was really wild. He said it was wild. I've seen the one scene that people keep posting on Twitter, and uh, it made me not want to watch the movie ever. I don't, I don't yeah. know what that scene is. Uh, I know what it is, too, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, my mom might be listening. Oh, wow. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, no, but yeah. It's admitting, a you, admitting a movie is weird is a weakness, so don't admit that a movie was too weird for you. That's my take. I don't think things get too weird for me. Exactly. I like both afraid, so... But so okay, so <laughs> let me play devil's advocate here, Yeah. because I loved everything, everywhere, all at once. 
not weird enough. <laughs> I thought that was a weird movie. Oh, super weird. Incredible, though. Yeah. But my, at the end of the day, it's a superhero movie, basically. You know? my ga- <laughs> that's, that's fair. My gauge is that I'm like, would my friends who are not Ethan, Zach's, uh, Zach, and Brooks like this movie? Mm-hmm. And that's what it's too weird. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm joking because, yeah, outside of the people I know who talk movies, I know what is weird. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, May, December would be called weird by certain yeah. people. And I think it's a very conventional, campy kind of movie. I highly yeah. recommend that one. That one's on Netflix. I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I've seen Fantastic. it on like, lists of stuff. I had people ask me as somebody who was like, uh, I heard about Bo's Afraid. And I was like, you don't need to go watch it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I get that. Don't watch that movie. Don't, I watch, love it. It. don't watch that movie. Um, um, well, cool. Anything else you want to say? Nope. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, you can find us at But Is A Good Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I promise to be using TikTok more next year. It's been like six months since I posted on TikTok. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, not X, at B-I-I-G Podcast. You can email us at buttisagoodpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow Zach on Instagram if you want to at Zach with an H2, the number T-H-A, feature.31. It's not even installed on my phone anymore. You can follow me <laughs> at Hunter Callahan Music everywhere. And that's it. Four things. There we week. are. Yeah, thank you, guys. This Bye. was a blast. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks for being our first foursome. I'll come back when you do the insider. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> I mean, in the seriously, where we just talk for a second and I just cut it off somewhere. Good luck in the. uh, But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.